Stephen, it's just lovely of you to be here. It's good to see you in the flesh again, mate. No, mate, I'm wearing clothes. That's disgusting. <laughs> what are you talking about? Far out. What are you yeah. No, we, um, we always, it's always better when we're together. It's, uh, Is that what you say to your wife as well? I say that to my wife. <laughs> I don't know. What she, I'm it's trying to guess what she'd say if I said that. But <laughs> she go, "No, can you do us? Can you do it remotely? Yeah. She'll give like, you a Riverside address. Yeah. <laughs> Log in here. Log in here. Um, it just feel, it feels like a while. Well, the last time we were together was in uh, at Apple, and that wasn't normal because we were metal. We were fiddle arsing around trying to get a set up, but we still did it. We got there. We got there in the end. <laughs> we and got then, there. so that was six hundred. So six oh one. It was I was in New York. You were here. Yeah. And, and then you're rising off I'm, again. I'm going again next week. Yeah. I'm like the yo-yo. I'm in Australia yep. one week and then out Australia one week and Where then back, next week. Uh, San Francisco, Palo Alto. Okay. Yeah. And then with you're HP. Off, and then you're nicking off again in three weeks or yeah, two weeks to uh, Seattle Jesus. with uh, with Amazon. Unbelievable. Just building those points, mate. Yeah. Points, baby. <laughs> I thought I thought you meant and of course reporting the content, stories. of course. Producing content as well, but yeah, it's the points, mate. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's critical. Of course, <laughs> it's critical. Anyway, uh, no jet lag, mate. You good? No, I'm good, mate. I don't get jet lag. Do you, get, sa- do you not, get jet lag? No, nah, not with America. I don't. America, no. Uh, Europe is tough to travel. Europe's to. a tough one. Yeah, America. Europe's tough I to travel handle. to. Yes. From I don't do as often. I normally come back yeah, the other way, but yes. yeah, Europe's hard. Although New York's tricky because I you land early in the morning. Like here's this right, I was on my way. Remember whenever we go to San Francisco, right? Mm. You land there, you go through customs. It's a dead set forty five minutes to an hour. Mm. You're waiting mm. in LA. I'm thinking I've only had like an hour and a half gap between yeah. my landing and the next flight. I'm thinking, yeah. mate, I'm gonna cut this fine. I got we landed at six a.m. and I got there, no one there. That's straight the first time in, ever first plane in. Straight in. Ten minutes later, I'm through. I'm thinking, how good is this? And I, w- I walked, because I flew United, landed in Tom Bradley, had to walk to Terminal 7. Yeah, to Did you know if you, there's, there's a, a little security thing, yeah. you go through security there and you can go all the way to, to, to Terminal 7. Yeah. And I had I even had time to go up in the lounge in United and have breakfast and wait for the flight. Wow. It's great. Yeah. Because I'm uh, Premier 1K on United. Yeah, and you would be too, wouldn't you? Be no, I don't use United points anymore. I yeah. was Premier One Car, got rid of it. Uh, yeah, that, that, came, that came in handy. I've been I've been United with Apple, and now with I went to New York with Microsoft United. Yeah, I'm going next week with HP United. United are going to think, oh, you're back. Yeah, we're going to give you a green card instead of a visa. It'd be easier. Yeah, I'm actually not sure it would be. Well, presidents the, are still going to line up between Apple and Microsoft was only five days. So I landed on Friday and took off again on Tuesday. Yeah, tried to stay, but I couldn't manage it. Had to come home and then get out again. Fair enough. Too. Yeah. And New York is great. I love New York. You do New love York's New York. Awesome. Did you like you my did little, your little movie tour oh, thing? Man. Again? Jesus. Trust me now, ladies and gentlemen. If you're not following me on Instagram, you should be because I reckon those matchups were the best I've ever done. They were pretty bloody they good. They were really so good. So talk me through the process. You go, I'll find, I know these five movies. Yeah. You find a screenshot and then you go and replicate it. I find the screen because yes. I'm thinking I, I I get to a spot and he goes, oh that's right, they filmed such and such here. So I just look up the thing. I know sort of the location. I go, hang on, okay, that's a good shot. I can match that up. And then I go and I've got the shot with me and then I sort of then take the shot and then swipe on my phone back and forth and thinking, yeah, that's got to be right. Yeah. So a few goes, but the one the one that took the, the, the hardest time because I did The Godfather. I'll tell you the one that Radio I didn't City. like the most. Yep. Tiffany. Well, Tiffany. It, it just, it was hard because it was the other side way around. Side by side, yeah, yeah. So it messed with your head. You were like, hang on a minute, what am I looking at here? Yeah, but now if you look at the Tiffany one, it, it's the the marble mm. on the doorway. You see the grains in the marble are the same. Yeah. Yeah. And there just happened to be a woman standing out the front when I took my photo because uh, Audrey Hepburn was in the movie. She was no yeah. Audrey Hepburn. Uh, well, no. It, it, was, <laughs> uh, it was just the shot at the time. But no, if you check out, that, I reckon that's some of my best work. And it was just me. I didn't go out. I did what I did in New York. And I'm thinking, oh, that's right. They filmed this here and they filmed Ghostbusters there and Godfather, boom, boom, boom. So I was there anyway. And I thought, I'm going to see if I can match the shots up. And it was fun. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Had a lot of good feedback. <laughs> a lot of effort. Next time I'm going to do, I'm going to shoot <coughs> video. I'm going to do a little movie, a little video. So I'm pointing, this is where this happened. And I'll, I'll play Stick the actual photos, scene. Mate. I'll play the scene in the video. Yeah. There's a lot of good YouTubers who do that. And I'll watch every one of them. They're really good. 
Some of them are really good at it, and they cover it exactly where they filmed it. Leave it to them. <laughs> I had fun doing that. It was good. You know I'm a movie fan, mate. Are you really? You've got a movie podcast. Have you seen many movies? And you're a movie podcast. You're a movie fan have as well. Seen now. many movies? I have. Yes. You still haven't counted the. I've got Blue the race. best movies you've never seen as well. How many per shelf? Oh, there's a few. Oh, I don't know. I don't know, mate. Count. That's a lot of counting. uh, It's a lot. It's a lot of movies. All right, fine. See the ones that are pulled out? (coughs) They're the ones we're going to do. They're on our list. Really? Yeah. There's a few pulled out. What's it say? 7012? 7017? 2012. Is that a movie? Yep. It's called 2012? Yep. Mate, that's not even in history. About the end of the world. I don't want to watch Stargate. Sounds like rubbish. Stargate's awesome. No, it sounds like rubbish. Ocean's Eleven? I've seen that. Oh, have you? Oh, and your missus has seen it a hundred times. A million times. That's just a background movie for us now. Oh, is it now? Yeah, that's just on. Is it now? Look there, Scarface, Color of Money. We're giving a bit of a preview to our audience. Come on, what are you doing? Farlap, oh my God. Aussie movie, that's brilliant. Sounds boring. It's awesome. Most of the movies sound boring. Yeah, Scent of a Woman. Some of them are. There you go. But I'll let you uh, find those out as you listen to the best movies you've ever seen. Yeah. Thanks. Which this week we're talking about Taken. Taken. Taken yeah. Which I is will one look of our for intro you. movies. I will find you and I will kill you. I have a very particular <laughs> set of skills. I, I don't that is re- a good movie. I don't man. remember a lot and I know it pains you and my yes, wife, but yes. I want to I want to embed that one in my mind. Oh yeah, well oh. it's in our intro. You can No, but I want no, no, it's the yeah, I have a very particular, particular set of skills. skills. That's yeah. what I want to acquired over many years. Yeah. That's what I want. That wanna, makes me really <laughs> tough person of a person like you. <laughs> just, mate, just I have a very particular set of skills. You need to have the recall. Skills. Build up your recall. Yeah. 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 Good I feel like if I say it one more time, I'll remember it. I have okay. a very particular we'll set of skills. give you a tip, right? Yeah. Listen to our podcast this week. You'll know, you'll I can't know. listen back. Listen to the podcast. Can't listen back. Okay. You can't? No. I won't even listen yeah, back. I, I, uh, I, early on, I was. I think I was discussing. Yeah, this. Did, I was yeah. listening to them just to sort of make them, just to get some notes, like watching the game replay, yeah. and and the things I picked up that we did and we've we improved it. Yeah. Shouldn't we go I, back? And I, I think you should start doing that again. Make sure we haven't. Uh, no, I think we're good. We're make sure zone. we haven't uh, lapsed. <laughs> no, we're in the zone. All right, we're in the playoffs. Yeah. All right. Speaking of playoffs, nothing to do with this. Welcome to Two Blokes Talking Tech. Not a bad price. With Trevor Long from EFTM.com. Really handy device. And Stephen Fennec from techguide.com.au. Thank you to no one who sent us well wishes for the 600th episode. <laughs> um, I don't remember getting any. On social? Wasn't there a couple on Twitter? Oh, there might have been a few. Yeah. That's a couple. Uh, episode 602. I think we've got also a new, a new um, rating. Isn't oh, it? really? Yeah. Let Look me, it up. Bring me, it up. Let me find it up. Bring um, it up. Episode 602. Thanks to the great people at Netgear for all your home Wi-Fi needs. Netgear's got you covered. And, of course, Arlo for your home security needs. And uh, it was good to see Lambro from Arlo today. Yes. And we appreciate the support of Brad and Lambro and the team at uh, Arlo, as well as Heidi and the team at Netgear. Uh, and they've been with us for a very long time. So we appreciate their support, and that helps us continue to bring this to you for a very good price. Uh, um, <laughs> <laughs> here it is uh, from uh, Tony. Tony Ditt. I need to know up front, does it bag me? No. Okay, good. Hi, guys. Appreciate your content. I find myself anxiously waiting for your episodes to drop each week. Looking forward to the audio and visual format to come too, to come as well. From the 600 or 599.1, you talked about the EV podcast planning. Can't wait to hear them as I'm interested in what the EV is really like. I absolutely think you should also have your wives join the podcast as special guests every now and then. It would be a funny addition to your format and the end of our marriages. Uh, keep up the good work. Tony. Tony. <laughs> but... Okay, a couple of, couple of things to note there, Tony. Firstly, Stephen has completely ruined the video thing by just travelling too much. Oh, my God. Um, you look who's talking three weeks in Europe. Oh, yeah, mate. But I, the plan, I was always planning that we come back and we get right into that. Yeah, righto. Anyway, just spend all that money on a studio, but you're good. Fine. All good. No, um, we'll be back. What was the second thing? Uh, video, uh, uh, EV. Yeah, uh, there's yeah. actions on me there. I've actually got a phone call. I've got a return. Yes. Uh, apologies. I'm, yeah. I'm going to get back to that one. Trevor's fault. And uh, the wives. So let me just say this: Our wives have never met. They've never them. met. They've but never wouldn't met. it be funny to, for their be first meeting them, yeah. to be a podcast. a podcast? Yeah. What's Trevor like in bed, Amanda? No, oh, stop <laughs> it! Because <laughs> Stephen's a wildcat. <laughs> Would that be the conversation? <laughs> She'd be like, who are you? <laughs> who are you? What do you do? What are you talking oh, about? Oh, you look after kids at school. Oh, that's lovely. <laughs> Joe'd be like, oh, you do social media. That's lovely. And they've, yeah. they've got nothing yeah, else to it. talk about. That's it, yeah. So are you annoyed when your husband talks about tech and you don't understand? Yeah, she'll say, yeah. 
if we were to. Get I actually think they've it got to be, get a life. These it blokes. would be the shortest <laughs> conversation ever. I, 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 you reckon? Yeah, it couldn't be their first. Their first conversation couldn't be recorded podcast. No, maybe not. But maybe not. if we were to ever establish a time when we could just go to dinner, right? Yeah. And they could. Worlds are colliding. Yeah, it does. <laughs> it doesn't feel right, does it? I don't know. I've got nothing to hide, mate. I'm willing to bring my wife out to to to, to dinner. It's up to you. So you I'll, mate, I'll even have you over here if you want. Come for dinner one night. I'll say this. <laughs> we, I've got to. I've got to choose my words <laughs> we wisely. We started talking tech yet? Oh, yeah, I'll choose my words <laughs> wisely because I, I I could easily identify the person. But yeah, um, we had someone round um, once. Okay. And they brought their partner. Right. And we had dinner, whatever. It's good, yeah. fine. Whatever. Anyway, and then like a few weeks later, I'm like, we should do that again. No. <laughs> never seen them again. Really? They've never come never. back. Right. You still friends with them? I'm still friends with the, the person, yeah. Right. But, but they've never. Come it was back just, it dinner. was a partnership that it did was not a match. Yeah. Right. It was a, oh, no. Nah. Awkward. Yeah. Really? It didn't seem like it at the time, but right. it was just like when you look back on it, it was like that. They were saying this and that kind of thing, and it was like okay. they were putting us down, and it was like, you know what? That's not going to work. Right. Yeah. It was like a and so you're black band. You and this person mm. uh, have got good, good, deep, good friendship. Yep. But then when you brought the partners in, it was just went it went off the rails a bit. It didn't on the day. No one would yeah. know any different. Right. Okay. But it's not. It's it not. Was, it's not a phone call we've made again. It wasn't a pleasant experience. It wasn't not as a, pleasant yeah. as it should have been. For Amanda, no. For Amanda, I didn't notice. I'm like, okay. yeah, whatever. Okay. Right. But oh, so when it was pointed out to me, I'm like, uh, yeah, that makes sense. I hear you. I see what you're oh, saying. All right. So she said, oh, what about this? What about this? And what about that? Didn't you hear that? And didn't you hear this? Oh, I'm like, really? oh, actually, yeah. Because you know, sometimes we're just taking notes. We're men, which <laughs> just go straight over our head. <laughs> yeah. But uh, wow. anyway, so that's it's yeah, not a fear so that I have, but just be careful I'm a little in, burnt by that experience. If you get invited to the longs for dinner, just watch yourselves. I'll just. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, anyway, we're here but to talk. Do you, to no, hang on, just on yep, there. Go do on. you have a regular sort of circle of friends that you that you have? Um, on, it was uh, like it was like you just, I was having a drink and at least spat it out because well, it was like you said, "Do you have any friends?" No, do you have like a? Re- I said a regular. <laughs> I know you have. That, no what friends. I heard was though, no do friends. you have any friends? Yeah, I don't know whether you have friends. Not really. Um, um, apart from you, I got no one. But um, <laughs> no, but I'm just saying, do you? Like, no, so yeah, we've got so, a lot of couple friends that we often we all go to each other's house and no, we have a barbecue there, and so, everyone's invited. So there's, there's, it's kind of like the what do they call it? The onions, you know, the different layers, right? Yes. So the closest layer is kids, mates, parents, right. and sport, you know. Yes, so we've got yes. probably three to four families okay. that, um, that there might be, you know, five Friday nights in a year where we all meet at the pub and go to dinner, right? Okay. Or there okay. might be so as a, as a f- like four couples, right? Right. And then there's uh, each of them. We might individually see okay one one more so than you the do other, have or whatever. A circle of friends. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But but that's totally yeah, no. like that close yeah, no, community. Well, it's based on kids and school, right? Similar with us, yeah. But although yeah, you know, one's uh, you know Joe's cousin and the husband. Yeah, yeah. You know, like we've got yeah. But then there's there's others that we'll definitely see, but they're like my old school friend. Right. And a husband, like we might see them yeah, once in right. a blue moon. Your, your female friend. Yeah, curse your female best mate. Yeah, yeah, my best man. There you go. At my wedding. Yeah, best woman at your wedding. Yeah. yeah. So, right. Yeah, that she was a, your best man. Yeah. Was a, your best friend was a girl. Yeah. There you go. And then, and so no there's... Dra- there's no dramas with there's that, worlds with your, with your <laughs> Not at all. Sure? There's worlds colliding in that sense. Her, uh, no. <laughs> she's your best friend. Yeah. That's what, you know, what do you do? Like, before you met Amanda, were yeah. you still in a, were you best she's mates? She's always been my best mate. Right. And there was never came a time where you think, you know what, we're best friends. Why don't we just have a go? <laughs> <laughs> the, the, that the no. conversation never came up. No, uh, what's her name? Kirsty. Yeah, say Kirsty. Let's get it on. Like no. we're best mates. Why? She, she, she was more like your sister, right? Yeah, we're like close. that's exactly okay. what right. it was. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. Wouldn't have stopped me. Oh, that's <laughs> <laughs> wow, mate! You female best friend. Like, wow. If we're best, if we're best friends, how best friends are we? Let's Glad have, you've let's only got brothers. A... <laughs> <laughs> we need some incest you know repellent. I mean. <laughs> you know what I mean, mate? You know what I mean. <laughs> Ladies anyway, and gentlemen, anyway, you haven't tuned into the private That's the feed. difference between Trevor Long and me. Can you tell it's been? <laughs> can you tell it's been like three weeks since we've done a private feed? It is a bit. Yeah, it is a bit. Anyway, anyway, that's a bit of extra value for money, there, wow. you reckon? Wasn't it? What? That's a bit of value. Anyway, Stephen, you've just come back from uh, New York City. Yeah. 
and uh, Microsoft announced a bunch of things there. We're not going to dig into what they announced because Stephen's covered that in detail on Tech Guide podcast. Yes, I we want to. I want to talk specifically about the AI computing race, right? Yeah. But just for the people that don't, there's only like two people that don't. But for the people that don't listen to the Tech Guide podcast, there's only two people who don't. I'm just saying <laughs> there might be more, but my, you know, whatever. Um, yeah. Broad, simple, brush strokes. Uh, you're on radio. What did Microsoft announce last week? Well, it was uh, Copilot. Uh, so you got to remember, um, Microsoft, In when we first saw, heard about ChatGPT, Microsoft is the investor behind that technology. That's right. So that's formed the basis. But wasn't it a Surface event at its core? It, w- it was more AI than Surface. It, yeah. had, it, had, it was more about Copilot. And Copilot's, the basis of Copilot and Bing Chat, Microsoft 365 Chat, Microsoft 365 with Copilot is ChatGPT. So what percentage of the presentation was devices versus I reckon, AI? So I reckon 60-40. Oh, right. 70-30 okay. even. To, to yeah. AI. Yes, 70 wow. to AI. Yeah. Did they just go, here's our new devices and here's what we're doing? Yeah, no, they, they at the end they did the devices. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So wow. it was Satya Nadella, the Microsoft CEO, stood yep. up and uh, he sort of talked about how... He sent me know, notes, said he saw you there. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> No, no, it was, uh, it was and, and the update for Windows 11 is actually going out this week. Yes. So it's Windows 11 with Copilot. So, and the basis of Copilot is this AI assistant that allows you to summarise your unread emails, uh, summarise long documents, create images, create graphics. And, the way I've yeah. described it, correct me if I'm wrong, is it, it does all the things that we can do in other AI forms. So right now I can take... Uh, a document I'm reading, and I can highlight six paragraphs. I can log into ChatGPT. I can do, I can paste it. And I can say summarize this. I can I can find images and get them background removed. All this kind of stuff. But what Copilot does is brings Clippy into the modern age by saying, right, forget Clippy, who says, are you writing a letter? Now you're you're writing a letter. You've yeah. written a letter, and you go, you know what? I'm going to press the Copilot button or bring up Copilot, yeah. and I'm just going to say, can you make this sound more professional? Yeah, or make it sound like there was one that a bloke used it to write write me an email to say to my colleagues to say that I'm sick, and it said he had another drop down that said 100 words, 200 words, uh, write it like a poem, all these things you could do, and and he did it. Uh, the other one was um, the guy edited a video. You know they got a, a, a bit of software thing called ClipChamp, where you he put in he put in all these clips. He went to a DJ set in New York put in all his video, and this thing looked at it all, examined all the content and edited it, put it together for him, like constructed it, edited it within minutes. All done. Music, transitions, So, So the thing then that I am a bit flabbergasted by with this, right? Given how long AI has been the topic of conversation this this year, right? And it's just this year. (laughs) Like, ChatGPT is pretty much a 2023 thing, right? Yep. For in terms of its public, it's facing. not even not even a year old. No. That's what first thing you said. Yes, less than a year ago is when we found out about yep. the other stuff. So we, it's been such a big topic of conversation, and it is absolutely remarkable. It is absolutely revolutionary. Yep. It is a game changer. Uh, Microsoft come out and say, right, these are these new devices, and out of the box, they've got this stuff built in. Yep. Let alone the fact that any Windows 11 well, computer soft- can have it's it. It's the right? software. Yeah, yeah. Understand that, but yep. they're they're shipping a computer. Yep. That has an AI assistant built in, right? That's yep. that to me is the headline, right? Yep, absolutely. And then you go, crickets. Apple's doing nothing. Mm. You know, Apple what? didn't mention I AI. Thought, I thought that once. exact thing. I thought that exact thing. And but I've got to tell you, and I'm not just saying this because Microsoft flew me half around the world to see it. I was very impressed with. I'm not a mainly. I'm mainly 90 percent Mac user. Yeah. I do use Windows for other things. And I've got to say, I thought that exact thought. I'm thinking, geez, Apple is way behind here. Yeah. Microsoft is streets ahead. And I honestly think, that, being honest with you, I'm a solid Mac user. I'm considering moving to Windows yeah. to try it out at the very least. Yeah. Because if it can the, – the, the point that he made uh, about – Technology, right? And I mentioned this in my podcast too. Technology years ago, I thought we're going to be doing nothing. Technology can do everything for us. But what what technology did was increased our capacity for work. Yes. So what you can achieve nine to five thirty years ago, today nine to five, you can do ten times as much work. Yes. Because of technology. Yeah. But it's also created the op- another problem where we're now struggling to cope with all that. So this is a this is a technology that can help us with the drudgery, with the menial things. 
can do all that stuff for us yeah. and let us focus on the important things. So this was sort of come along at the right time. It's it's become, I think he mentioned, uh, 80s was the PC decade, 90s was the net internet decade, 2000s was the mobile decade, 2010s was the cloud decade, 2020s is the AI decade. Yeah, that's cool. The co-pilot decade. That is cool. Yeah. So that that's this how significant it is to the boss of Microsoft and the computing world. I reckon this is a significant and I think, step. So I, why I think it's uh, significant overall is because when you say that by purchasing a Windows 11 laptop and utilising it in your daily life, just no, don't don't think about it any other way as it's just a, it's a good laptop. And they are, by the way, amazing laptops. There's some serious power and performance there that yeah. needs to be addressed over the months ahead as they're tested. But... Uh, you know, that, that idea that most people are using laptops for documents, email, yeah. spreadsheets, you know, yep. the fundamentals are still the fundamentals. Yep. And to think that you could press a button or type a command without having to leave your scenario. So that's that for me is the critical thing here yeah. that we've got to explain to people. Yeah. It's part I, of your I, workflow. I don't yeah. yes, it, it does it's not a it's not adding fifteen steps, which are copy text, open browser, open tab, type chat GPT, log in, paste give command. It's there. Right, that's the seven steps. It's like a little bar. It's, yeah. it's copy text, or if, even if, and a little bar, yeah. just type command. But what I like too is that not only that convenience, where it's literally at your fingertips, but also, you know, the prompts, what you put in, it comes back with other suggestions, like, um, you know, um, would, would you like to see, it makes all these other suggestions of the, some other prompts you can maybe ask it to yeah. refine it further. Yeah. Like one part that impressed me, and I didn't talk about this on my show at all, was the shopping aspect to it, mm. where you can, the, the woman gave an example on stage, she goes, oh, my nephew, uh, he's into his soccer and I wanted to buy him some boots. And she put, typed in, in Bing chat, I want to buy this pair of boots. Uh, I want to buy some soccer boots. And it, yep. uh, it kept asking questions on the pert, on the product until it came down and narrowed it down to the exact thing that was wow. right for her. The other thing too is you can put a photo in there and it'll look on the internet for you, suggest the best places to buy it, find all the all the codes, and give you the best price. They wow. reckon in the twelve months since people have been using shopping collectively, people have saved four billion dollars shop by shopping in that way. Now, I know every week you download the EFTM podcast quickly and yeah. and get, but you you got you got a bit yeah. of catching up to, right? So let me let me yeah. let you in on something that happened this week in the EFTM podcast. Yep. Lady, uh, I don't remember her name, but she, in her emails, she addressed herself as elderly. She said, "I'm right. despite being elderly, yada, yada, yada. Yep. Her question to me was, broadly, should I buy a Mac or a PC? I got a, uh, My laptop's old. Yep. Uh, should I get a Mac or a PC? Yep. She said, I'm an iPad, iPhone. I got all those things. Yep. And I said, well, you know, we had a basic talk about it. And then she goes, because I really love what Microsoft's doing with this Copilot thing. Really? Well, I love playing yeah. around with AI. I've, I've been dabbling with ChatGPT. Yeah. I thought to myself, wow. Like... Forget being ageist. It's just it is a thing. You would you would not Absolutely. assume that someone who identifies as elderly. Yep. And as I said on my show, I don't know how old she was, but yes. let's just say she was sixty-five. Right. Is dabbling in ChatGPT, and I believe will buy the buy a Surface, not the latest one because she doesn't need it. Yeah. Buy a Surface Four. Yep. And put the latest Windows Eleven on it, so she's got Copilot. Absolutely. Can you be, yeah. like? Would you have imagined? No. no. That a feature like that could compel someone one way or the other. Well, I just said a moment <coughs> ago. I'm I'm a Mac user, heavily heavy yeah. Mac user. Ninety five percent of what I do is on a Mac, and I'm thinking of making a switch to, to give it a more of a go, yeah. make it more of my workflow on Windows. Yeah, for that very reason. It's wild. Yeah. So then go back to the point. Apple has nothing. Yeah. On your MacBook in front of you, my yep. MacBook. I've there's no the ability for us to say, yeah. "Hey, can you summarize the sixteen yeah. unread emails I've got?" Nothing. Tell me which one's important. And I've just <coughs> downloaded. Uh, it became available today, Sonoma. Mac OS Sonoma. And, mate, it looks pretty, but it's basically... The, the think about what Apple... new features. Go back to DubDub and think about what Apple announces in Mac yeah. OS, right? It's yeah. it's things like new ways to drag and drop and email looks different. And yeah, it's widgets and stuff. Yeah. It, yeah. It's it's aesthetic and small workflow things within their yeah. existing stuff. Yep. But they didn't... They, they in no way Apple. I can't imagine. I can't remember a time when Apple has used the term artificial intelligence or AI. No. But you got to remember, Dub Dub was the heavy focus was on Vision Pro. Yes. So it was about new technology and so rather than the software. 
Well, there was software as well, but have, new have, product. Have they taken the wrong fork in the road? Well, I look, I, it's hard to say what Apple's going to come up with in the next six months, right? We don't know. But there doesn't appear to be a path for them. Like, we've seen Bard with Google, yep. right? Amazon's working on something. They've got AI working for a long time, okay, based on helping you decide on what to, what to yep. market to you. So there'd be there'd be a play there for Amazon. Yep. Apple uh, rumors are they're working on something AI related, but is there what's where rumors? where where do you go? Like like Chat GPT, which is sort of what's captured everyone's attention. That's Microsoft to back that technology. Yeah. They invested billions in that technology. Yeah. They had the foresight to think this is the next big thing, mm. and that's what they've done. And see, we know like Amazon. I know Amazon at a at a core like AWS level are. Building out AI, they're making it a, 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 a tool. You know, Amazon Web Services like uh, S3 buckets and all these yeah, words that get AWS, used. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's the things that power business, right? So AWS is going to make AI available for their customers. So we're going to see AI in a whole bunch of different ways. Yep. Microsoft's gone big in this way, and Copilot will become a core feature of Windows. In fact, I, I joked all week on the radio about Clippy, yeah. and you know <laughs> when we were younger and Word was new. Clippy was a thing. It, it helped you learn to yeah, do things, right? Yeah. It was like, are oh, you writing letter? I can actually help you with that. I can help you with the formatting. And that was smart. Yeah. That was actually pretty cool. It was ahead of its time. Yeah, and so sure. that yeah. th that's what I see Copilot as just being, yep. uh, Clippy's grown up. Yep. And Clippy's now actually really helpful. Mm. And then you go Google, as you've mentioned. They've got that investment. They've got Bard, yeah. They're going to make search outrageous. Yep. They're going to do which things. Is what, which is what Bing has done too. Bing's won back, back a bit of market share with Bing. Sadly, with not chat. in Australia, but globally, yeah, and yeah. especially in the US. Yeah. Bing has decent market share in the US, yep. enough to be a, a profitable uh, business, of course. Yep. But, um, but yeah, I, I, I'm just fascinated by this fact that we could be talking device after device and OS after OS with Apple, mm. and in no way are they, are they openly yet talking about AI. And you'd think, you'd think right, that with their ecosystem of products, that this would be high on the agenda to do that. Like, I'm thinking... Copilot's great, but Microsoft don't have a phone. They don't have a tablet. Oh, they've got Surface. They don't have, like, the same ecosystem that Apple has. That's, yeah. I think the biggest missing piece is the smartphone. Yes. Right? So you can't run Windows on your phone. I know you can run Word and other apps on your phone. Mm. That that You'd think that Apple would have more of a reason to go in that direction than Microsoft yeah. would. Yeah. To, to lock in that ecosystem. But wouldn't that lock of people... People are locked into the ecosystem already, right? For iPhone, iPad, Mac, AirPods, everything, right? You'd, you'd think that that would, be, that would cement that ecosystem if you got this sort of technology running. Yeah. I wonder... Um, yeah, I just wonder about whether or not Apple is misplaying this or just holding their cards close to their chest, which you would have to argue is the most likely I'd say, scenario. I'd say like, answer B, holding their cards close to their chest because Apple are known to not be the first in things. Now, you I know? haven't sat through yeah. uh, presentations like you have, so correct me if I'm wrong, but yep. there's a word that I've not heard used in the ChatGPT, Google Bard, Copilot conversation, and yep. that is privacy. Yep. So I see it being Apple's point of difference. If they were to come out and say, here's... Frankly, it should just be Siri because we've we've said for a long time Siri is a dead duck. Like it, yeah. it, it needs, needs work to do badly, more. Yeah, like yeah. badly. Yeah, Siri. Well, maybe you reckon that's the avenue they take. That's the avenue. AI really. is you AI enable Siri, right? Yeah. So that you, you don't type anything, you just say Siri, yeah, do this, right? Yeah. This thing's in front of me. Like yeah. I was driving today. They never, they never mentioned Cortana <laughs> once. No, Cortana's dead. <laughs> yeah. They they killed Cortana that's right. that's recently, right? Yeah. But like you don't realize what Siri can do. Like I was driving today and. This is a ridiculous thing to say, but anyway, I'm driving along and the map is showing uh, that I'm heading to Channel 9. My diary room, you know, comes up on CarPlay and says extra, as in I'm heading to today extra. And my music was playing bloody David Campbell. It had you know, oh. suggested that. And I thought, well, I can't take a screenshot and share it because someone will. But I went, I asked Siri, I'm trying not to take a screenshot and boom it worked yeah. like it's actually weird what you realize yeah. don't realize oh, siri can do it's got a lot of capability but imagine yeah. they yeah. power siri with ai right yep. and then i can see tim cook coming up on stage and saying let me show you four four amazing bits of ai bard chat copilot and now siri ai enabled yeah. and now let me show you which one is end-to-end -end encrypted uh, because here's yeah. the question when yeah. i'm in photoshop and i go you know um 
uh, make like I you know, remember those photos of me on the Nurburgring, the car I was driving, yep, right? Yep. I took one and I I made the canvas five times bigger and I said and I just went generative fill. I didn't type anything and it made it look like a racetrack. And then I typed um, put more race cars on the track. Now my question is. Is there this a record is, is of that? ChatGPT, what do you? Uh, Photoshop. Oh, for, okay. Right. Oh, so with the is, Firefly thing. Yeah. Is yeah. there a record of that request? Yeah. When I type something in ChatGPT, yeah. is there a server that could be hacked and find out all my requests? Yeah. I don't know. Is yeah. there? Well, you'd assume, you'd assume not. But <laughs> but yeah. there's never been a mention yeah. of privacy. So this is where Apple can win this battle. Yeah. Is by saying yeah. every request yeah. you make is processed on your device, yeah. right? Yeah. So the request is processed, and only the only the AI answer is processed in the cloud and never stored. But is that any different to making a Google search? Like you search for various things. Is that that's there's a record that, of that's that? Pro, that's what I'm saying. So, but you your commands to Copilot, there'd be the system would have to remember those anyway. I understand to be that. more intelligent. But are they are they hackable? Are they encrypted? Yeah, right. Because no one. Like yeah, no one no, really no wants their search no history exposed. It. Yeah, no one's addressed it. And yeah. Google's never been hacked and yeah, unlikely yeah. to be. But yes. I think it's a if no, we're no, going to enough. if we're going to make AI this yeah. this personal thing, yeah. then but we yeah, need to have yeah. that trust and privacy. And I think that's Apple's only potential Maybe advantage. Maybe that's their that's their way in. Yeah, no, I agree. But but having having seen it in action, it's very impressive. What All right, what you, you're betting red and black, yes and no, right? Yep. WWDC 2024. Yeah. Is AI mentioned first yes, and foremost? Yes. Is it a feature, like yes. a highlighted thing? Yes, because I think that Copilot is going to really the the folks at Cupertino are paying attention. Yeah, I agree. To, to, to what so I'm all in as well. I I, yeah. I would be, in fact, I would be nervous for Apple as a visionary business yep. if they do not announce AI at WWDC 2024. I think it's it's inevitable because. By then, Copilot's going to be well and truly established. Yeah. Bard is going to be even more, uh, you know, more established also. Yeah. Amazon will come up with something. Yeah. So all these big platforms, these big companies, yep. are going to be, are going to have uh, well established uh, history with their AI already. Yeah. And the the more you use it, the better it gets. That's right. Know. So there's there's a risk uh, to Apple if they don't. I think and yeah, that's they, what they, they need to address. They could be the ones left out. All right, details of what Microsoft announced and the Copilot um, announcement are at eftm.com and more detail, techguide.com.au on in the Tech Guide podcast, which you can find in this very feed. If you just scroll up two episodes, it'll be yeah. EFTM before this one and then Tech Guide from this week. Boom. Uh, it'll be there for you to enjoy. Stephen's not doing any effort to put in uh, special thumbnails for Tech Guide, oh. um, but that's that's just his decision. <laughs> uh, feel okay. free to put some effort in, Stephen. Sure, mate. Um, <laughs> sure thing. Yeah. Been told by Trevor Long to put more effort in. Okay, all right, done, mate. Done. <laughs> Just the thumbnail, isn't it? Thumbnail. Just the thumbnail. Okay, mate. Okay. Just a little, okay, little picture with a tech guide logo on it. Okay. See you what know? I can do. I'll get or fire up Canva. See what we can come up with. That's exactly yeah. what I would recommend, mate. <laughs> Stephen's angry now. No. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. Two Blokes Talking Tech is sponsored by our good friends at Arlo. And if you haven't got any security cameras, why the hell not? Yeah, what are you uh, doing? And if you if you do decide, uh, Arlo is your best bet. There's going to come a time when if you don't have security cameras, you can't listen. Yeah. well, I think that's that's official. We have to kick you off the podcast. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Now, the advantage of having uh, an Arlo uh, smart camera, a security camera, is that you can back up all your recordings to the cloud with an Arlo secure subscription. Now, the, the advantage is it records right up until the second a camera is disconnected or, God forbid, stolen. So imagine you don't have cloud storage, you've only got local storage, mm. and some thief takes your camera, everything's gone. Yeah. It's I mean, gone. So I, and I hear it. I understand what yeah. people think about the cloud. They worry about the cloud. They see it as a, as a nice-to-have instead of an actual feature. And, and some companies will promote their local storage because they want you to think that you don't need a subscription to the cloud or anything like that, which is a great concept. But if someone walks into your home and you've got a little camera with an SD card in it and they grab that out of the wall while Hello. they grab your car keys and everything else, See you you've later. got no record of it. See you later. So with cloud backup, the cloud recording is not only your backup, but it's all your recordings up there. 
uh, you can keep your footage in the cloud as evidence to share with authorities. So say someone breaks into your house and they steal your cameras as well and you've only got local storage, it's all gone. Yep. But in the cloud, it's protected. So it's like, it's like you know, why we back up our computers to the cloud because if your computer gets stolen or gets damaged, you've got a cloud backup to, to put onto your new one or your repaired one. So that's the same thing with Arlo, the secure subscription. It's for around the cost of a cup of coffee per month, a couple of cups of coffee. You've got that peace of mind knowing that your footage is protected. So that's a huge advantage on having cloud storage. And that's all through the Arlo ecosystem of cameras. Check them out. Head over to Arlo.com. Everything about tech you never wanted to know. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. Now, Trev, some interesting, uh, interesting investigation that uh, I do like choice when they really dive in and take some time to investigate things. Sure. The latest is this investigation and and uh, like a bit of research among Australian users is of how what are people's opinions of Google and Meta? Are they doing enough to protect them from scams? Oh, if only that have asked me. Well, because uh, you know, their, their research shows that 66% of Australians believe that these digital platforms are not pulling their weight to protect users from scams. And what the scams we're talking about are ads that are put up on these platforms as sponsored sponsored ads. Uh, they're, they're up there on, on, these, on Facebook, on Meta, on Instagram. And often, as the, as the Choice Investigation has found, they're running ads that link to fake websites. Like yeah. fake, they fake like the Lorna Jane website, Country Road, H&M, Dejuba, Seed Heritage. So people think they're shopping on those websites. Yeah. And it takes, that's it, an expert to see the difference. Yeah. And they're just giving, they're paying for products they're never going to get. Mate, it is one of... If I uh, was kicked out of the world that we're in now and had to just, you know, have a crusade, I'd be on this. Yeah. This would be my crusade for two reasons. One, I've I've played the game and, and bought things on, yeah. on ads for, for giggles to see what they really were. And 99% of the time, you don't receive what you think you're going to receive. Yeah. And the best example of that was the Christmas tree last year. It was a TikTok ad of a woman. She took a tree out of a box, sat it down, and it was a, it was a stand and a, a tree, but it was all kind of clumped together. She took out a remote, pressed a button, and the tree, like, electronically grew, yep. and then the lights turned on. I went, wow. that's amazing! <laughs> and I knew it wasn't real because it was, like, $30, right? Yeah. I bought it, and the only thing I received was a tea towel. A tea towel? Yes. With a picture of Christmas tree on it? No, just a tea towel. Nothing to do with Christmas. <laughs> um, so you got your order Christmas tree, I, you I've get a seen, tea towel. Do you remember, have you remember the, the bracelet that was, it kind of went viral? Someone created this video, and it's of a, of a concept. It was a bracelet that projected your yes, smartphone yes. and it was touchscreen. On the bottom of your arm. It was, here, someone's, yeah. it was someone's concept idea. Yeah. And so scammers took that video of a concept yeah. and went, here it is for free to, to buy. Uh. And you paid $20. I bought one and I got some $2 smart fitness tracker <laughs> in the mail, right? But the one that most troubles me is I did a video at the, mm, I feel like it must have been at the end of last year. Um, on I think I put it on Facebook and TikTok. Of the Infinity Games table, this one here. I don't know if you remember it. At yep. the end, it must have been Christmas because there's my Christmas yes. tree, right? Yep, yep. Infinity Games table. It's a two thousand dollar electric bloody board game table, right? Yeah, two thousand. Yeah. This video says it's two thousand dollars. That video's had like five million views because lots of comments. It's amazing. It's really yeah, cool. Yeah. Whatever. But then about a month and a half later, I started getting people sending me links on Facebook. Is this really you? Are you really promoting this? Da 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 da. And it's that video been repurposed Ugh, by scammers scam, huh? who's th who then set up a link to a website. They're selling these things for 30 or 40 bucks. What? I go, it's $2,000. Of course yeah, it's a scam. But you know what? Yeah. You can report it. You can, you, can, you can shut down the Facebook page. But the problem is Facebook allows people to, you know, create a Facebook account and then put an ad up and just spend money and the ad's live. But that, that's the key right there, right? Because they've spent the money... So rather than Facebook doing their due diligence, they just cop the money, let the ad run. And like Facebook have said, like we, we, uh, we try to, you know, we, we use machine learning and humans to come up to try to find it, right? But Facebook's become too big for its own good, as yeah. has Google, right? Yes. So Google last year said they, they blocked, they said, I think it was five five 
billion ads were removed from its platform in 2022 alone. Wow. So how, do, how the hell do you keep up with that? Yeah. And they use also use humans and, and AI to, to weed out see that weed out these fake ads, right? Yeah. So and and even in their conditions that their terms like choice really dived into this. They have in their terms and conditions and policies the type of ads that are allowed on the platforms, but yet they're not even their their own policies are not even being followed because mm. the ads are going on at a rate too fast for them to weed yeah. out. And people are caught. And I'll tell you why, uh, how this, I'll give you a back ender on how scammers do this. What they do is they, if you're wondering why, you, you know, you tr- they're trying to hack your Facebook account, it's not to get money off you. It's because what they do is they hack your Facebook account and then they look at which pages you manage. Mm. And what happens is they, some little, uh, some lady that runs a candle shop, she's got a website that sells candle, mm. got a Facebook page. She doesn't have two-factor authentication on her um, Facebook mm. and she gets a request from someone she thinks she knows but it's actually a fake account saying, hey, and they become friends on Facebook and they work out and they hack her basically. Mm. They hack her and then they take her account and they take her page and they don't, they don't delete the page. They, don't, they, don't do, they just take her away from admin from the page. This is why you lose your Facebook page. And then what they do is they run ads that, that never get shown to the Facebook audience. So her 2,000 fans on Facebook... They never see the ads mm. because you can run ads that are not for your audience because you yeah. want to expose yourself to new audience. Yeah. But so it's coming, it's so coming they, from a legitimate account. Yeah. They run an ad for a, a, a bloody a scam uh, games table yeah. and people go, oh, it's a real page. Uh, it exists. And they click the link and they do it. They, people do 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 due diligence and they check yeah. these things. And the other thing is they hack your website. So you've got a shop online and they hack that shop. They don't change the shop at all. They just put another page in the back end, which is a link to buy this stupid games table yeah. or whatever the hell the scam is, and off yeah. they go. There was a couple of examples where a woman uh, who used to work at Choice, she was uh, searching for a particular brand of wine. And in the pop-up ads came uh, uh, an ad for a, a wine store that she'd used before. Mm. Click through, tried to buy with a credit card, rejected. Tried another credit card, rejected. Yep. So she ended up thinking, okay, well, that, that's that. She finds out the next day that the, those two credit cards, people are trying to use them. So she basically gave them the information. To that, That's the whole purpose of that site was to capture credit card information. Yeah. And then now people were trying to access their her account through the credit card. So she had to cancel the, the credit cards. That's wild, so isn't it? Th- that's the, but that's the links these people go to. But even though imitating the site. So there was another bloke, another guy who went to what he swore was the Weber website the barbecue mm-hmm. website yep. he said he spent $580 <gasps> long story short no barbecue arrived so he's just yeah. given $520 away for nothing That's so and bad. i think he said the the bank the bank ended up getting his money back cuz yep. he might have used his credit card or whatever but and these are savvy customers these yeah. are people who like the woman who worked at choice she knows a thing or two about technology and i think the, yeah. the one of the reasons i got to be in my bonnet about it is because you can't run a scam at <coughs> excuse me a scam out on tv no of course not. Exactly. Firstly, right. yes. the barrier to entry yeah, yeah. is higher yeah, yeah. to run a TV ad. But secondly, there's a responsibility. There's an advertising code of practice. There's there's actual fines if you run a scam ad. What is the government doing? Yeah, and exactly the other right. problem is well, the ACCC have stepped in. Right. The ACCC stepped in in support of. Um, remember Andrew Forrest, yeah. who he he was on Facebook with these ads using his photo. It happened at Koshi as well, yeah. and Carl and heap of L- others linking them to <coughs> crypto scams. Yep. And so now um, uh, he has taken Meta to court over it. Still, cases is ongoing. Yeah. But in A Triple C joined in and launched a case against Facebook and its owner Meta last year as well. And they are alleging that they were engaging in deceptive and misleading conduct by publishing the ads that featured these well-known public figures. So yeah. Stiggy Forrest, so they name Twiggy Forrest, got his own case. ACCC has also got their case. But get this. One case in California, a federal judge in 2022 ruled that in favor of Facebook, saying the platform wasn't responsible for deceptive ads that led users to paying for items that would never arrive. Isn't that a dangerous Mate, precedent? I, I, I've done Today Show segments where I go, here's things that, <coughs> here's crap I bought on the internet. Mm. I've done a YouTube video where I showed things that I bought on the internet. 
And I now see it now all the time. There's a bunch of YouTubers doing exactly this. Not saying that I was doing it first, but I'm just saying they're buying stuff that they know is rubbish. Yeah. And they're for views, yeah. They're doing it for views. Like everyone knows this is happening. Yeah. I mean, there needs to be a legitimacy made around online stores. There's gotta be and I'm hoping like Australia's often been the first country to sort of pull these companies in the line. Because they're they're American companies, right? So America's not gonna do it. Australia's been the one to say, listen, this is what needs to happen. So I'm hoping that there is some sort of some sort of code of practice introduced or some sort of fine that that, that these these yeah. you know, the, these companies are billion, you know, hundreds of billions of dollars in revenue. You don't think that they would take the time to to spend some of their money to protect the users? Yeah. Like to them, all they care about to me is to collecting our data and selling stuff back to us. I um I do then think, okay. In their defence, how do you stop it? Right, what do you do? Well, mate, they're such a big company. I, I can remember months ago. Let me give you an example. When Facebook announced the the Meta Verified, right? You, know, the, you can verify yourself, and part of that payment, part of that deal, was you have a c- customer service person yep. if something goes wrong. Yep. So basically, Facebook saying, unless you pay, we don't give a shit. Yeah. Yep. Fair? yep. Because how many how many emails have you received? Oh, my Facebook account's oh, been hacked. Mate, what do I do? And I, I pass them on to people I know at Facebook. Yep. And they, they think I'm a miracle worker because I've got them in their Facebook Correct. accounts. Yeah, back, same, right? same. And th- for for the average Joe who this happens to them, they have no recourse. Yeah. They can't ring anyone at Facebook or Meta and do anything about it. And so basically, it says, "Look, we're so big, we can't help you." That's that's the that's the problem. Yeah. So okay, you're so big, you got billions of dollars of revenue. Establish a department that looks after this. That you owe it to us. Okay, we don't pay any money to use your platform, but you mine us for data, and surely we got to have some sort of protection. Yeah. Otherwise, the, this may lead, maybe not, may lead to people not using those platforms anymore. Yeah, yeah. Hard not to. So, but so here's my thought, especially in the scenario. The couple that I've outlined in terms of how how scams go through, if if Julie's candlesticks has run ads, is approved to run ads, and runs, you know, maybe she spends fifty dollars a month on ads, right? Mm. And then suddenly, Julie's running a very different style of ad. Mm. So Julie normally just targets her audience, yeah. But now Julie's suddenly targeting everyone but her audience, and Julie's spending a hundred dollars a month. Yeah. Well, hang on, can we red flag that? Can we yeah. can we stop those ads? Well, that, and then yeah. it would only take a human to go. Wait, they're candles, and this is a Christmas tree. What the hell's going on here? Yeah. Like it well, wouldn't take much to go like, declined. Yeah. yeah, good luck. It'd be like a bank when say you have you ever been in another country you're trying to make a credit card payment, right. and they think, oh, hang on, you're in Berlin. What the hell are you doing? And you're yeah. normally in Sydney. Yep. And that's them being overproactive. And yeah, and you know good what? on them. Good. It's, I'm mate, glad when that happens. So my card got yeah. stopped when I was in Paris. Oh. Not because I was shopping in Paris, because I told them I was going away. Yeah. I bought a dash cam. Oh. I tried to buy a dash cam online. But because I was in France ah. using my credit card on an online shop, they went, ah. nah, that can't be right. Really? So oh, it got stopped. Go. So I go, go to the supermarket the next day. Yeah. yeah. So I, I don't even get a text message from them. But then really? the next day I get a text message, I guess, during Australian office hours. Yes. Or, or Australian hours. And I ring the bloke and I go, mate, I'm just going to start off by saying I'm going to sound really annoyed and frustrated because I am really annoyed and frustrated. But I accept and appreciate why this happened. But let's just get it Fair fixed, enough, will you, mate. please, Fair mate? Because yeah. it's that proactive. I want them to be proactive, of course. So let's say, and I haven't. I've just to be clear, I've not given Meta a cent since the th- the big the video <laughs> that I did in yep. when they killed the news I organizations. Have. I have. Yeah. I refuse to. Yeah. Um, unless they they come to me with some mere culprit a deal, around. A deal. No, yeah. no. Just I want to hear that they're going to take this kind of stuff seriously. Yeah. Um. So. Back in the day, I, I might spend $20 boosting a post or something. Let's say I spent 200 bucks a month, right? Yep. But it wouldn't take much for someone to look at my account and then and for them to put a big ban in place if I did something different, which often might happen. You might go, oh, I'm going to put 200 behind this one, you know, yeah. go crazy, right? Yep. Now, it, I would have been annoyed and frustrated that if I got blocked because I'm the kind of person that works with no lead time. I just go, I'm going to do this. It's going to happen. I'm going to do it now. And if it got stopped, I'd be really annoyed by it. Yep. But if that was the reason that everyone else in the world stopped getting scam ads, then I'm okay with it. Absolutely, yeah. And and you mentioned too when you you mentioned the candle shop lady, right? Yeah. And for her, for this to happen to her, she's being scammed. Yes. 
the, the thing people need to understand is that I could be surfing Facebook right now and click on an ad. I haven't been, I haven't been um, uh, hacked. No. I'm just clicking on an ad on yes. Facebook. Yes. And that could be a scam. Imagine, imagine saying, I was watching the NRL grand final. I saw an ad for a Christmas tree. Yeah. I rang the number. I gave them my credit card details. They sent me a tea towel. <laughs> Mate, yeah. Channel 9, yeah. the ACCC, there'd be people involved. There'd be fines. Yeah. See, it's all care and our responsibility. And that's the problem. These these platforms are the size of Google now and Facebook, yeah. Meta, massive. Yeah. So yeah, they've got literally billions of users, but tough luck. They've got to do something. They need yeah. to engage a department to say, right, this is our job now to make sure that our users slash customers aren't scammed. Yeah. And like, it happens to the best of us. <coughs> if 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 oh, you, yeah. if I click on an ad on Facebook that looks legit. You know, you'd be looking at it a couple of times, but now I think the alarm, what what people need to do is be just as cautious on Facebook as they would be if they received an email from someone they don't know. Yeah. That's, that's the true. sort of precaution we need to have now because a lot of people have this sort of false sense of security. Because oh, it's on Facebook. must be okay. Yeah. Oh, I've sold it on Google. must be fine. Yeah. But that's not the case. It's not the case. No. Very good point. All right. <clears throat> Details of the choice investigation at techguide.com.au. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long. Stephen Fennec. And we do it thanks to the great people at Netgear and their Orbi is the Wi-Fi system for your home. I had this conversation both on the radio and the podcast this week where, I don't know, Wi-Fi came up and I had to explain a, a couple of times that Wi-Fi in your home should be treated like the power and the water. If the water pressure in one bathroom was different to water pressure in the other, you'd be filthy. You'd call a plumber. If you could only get 240 volts in one part of the house and less down the other and your TV wouldn't work it, you'd be calling a Sparky. So if you're paying for 100 meg, 250 meg, 1,000 meg internet in your home, that should be the speed you get everywhere. And that's what you get with an, a mesh Wi-Fi system and Orbi is the cutting edge. They've got Wi-Fi 6E with multi-gig speeds and that means flawless coverage from the front to the back and probably even your backyard. There's a range of products to suit every budget, including the black editions you can only buy at Netgear's online store, netgear.com.au. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. Now, I can remember, Stephen, in fact, it probably goes back to when I first got an iPhone, on the, when I was with Optus, 2009, 8, yep. iPhone 3GS, whatever it was. Yep. Um, I can remember having insurance. Now, I don't know the legalities, but I understand it's not possible or legal for telcos to offer smartphone insurance anymore. Right. Okay? How come? <clears throat> I don't know. I just said I don't know. Okay. So <laughs> why would you ask me that? <coughs> no, I don't. I don't understand the technicality, but I'm assuming there was some, you know, hoopla about it. Yeah. Now, what I, what I can tell you, though, is that Vodafone have a cracking offer, which I think is... Mind-blowing. Emphasis on the cracking. <coughs> For sure. <laughs> $15 a month, fourteen ninety nine. Yep. So you're with Vodafone. You bought an iPhone 15 Pro. It's two grand. You're paying it off over 24 months or something like that, right? You pay $15 a month in addition, and you get their Vodafone device care. You smash the screen. You go in. You give them $45 and your phone. They replace oh, the so screen. Oh, so there's an excess to it. Yeah. There's excess. There's, you, they replace the screen. Right. $45. 45 bucks, which is cheaper. It costs a couple of hundred, right? A so couple of hundred yeah, at least. At least, yeah, you're right. Get this. Okay. No limit. Really? Do it next month. Right. Do it again the month after. Okay. You're that clumsy, clumsy you better be paying the 15 clumsy, bucks mumsy. a month. Yeah, wow. Now, you leave the phone on the roof of the car and you drive off and then you drive over it again on the way back home. The, car, the phone does not long, no longer work, but it's in your hand. Right. You go into Vodafone, you say, this clearly does not work. $150? They can exchange it for an, another device. Wow. Now, I don't know if that's refurbed or what, but who cares? Yeah, right, wow. It's a working phone of equivalency, wow. right? Okay. 150 bucks. Wow. Stephen, no limit. Wow. You do that twice in a year, totally fine. Okay. There now, has to be some sort of fair use policy here. Is there, look, is it, there where, might where's be. The other, what, is the other shoe dropped here? Where's the, where's the butt? I've, I've not got a butt yet. Now, if you put the phone through a garden mulcher while you're doing the, the trees, <laughs> like some idiot apparently did. That's possible. Uh, you might be able to take the power button. So I think that's the power button. Or you drop it in the Sydney Harbour. You walk in, you say, listen, my phone's gone. I can't give you the phone to exchange. $300. I'll give you another one. <laughs> Once a year only. Yeah, but so the phone, say you tried, let's say, playing devil's advocate, yeah, yeah. you try to scan this. All so, right. right, the phone, can't find it. 
you get another one, but they'll be able to see the other phone on the network. They'll they? be like, dude, okay. phone's still working. Right. What are you talking about? I mean, they're, they're going to go to some level. Now, yeah. if it's an iPhone, yes, $15 a month, all those things, and Apple Care as well. So you've got a bit of customer service and support at an Apple, Apple store, Care, wow. which is essentially where you would go to get your phone, your screen yeah. replaced because it's $45. Okay. So you would actually go to an Apple store to get the phone, the would screen you, replaced. Would you get this? Are you going to get it? I don't break phones. Me too. And I would, yeah, touch personally, wood, touch wood, personally, I've never broken a phone. I've, I've put the Belkin screen protector on this. Yep. That's a $50 screen protector rod. Yep. I think that's a better investment for me. I yep. think a screen protector and a case are a better investment for me. Yeah, cool. Stop scratches, stop nicks and all that kind of stuff. Yep. But, mate, let's be real. There's a lot of people who are absolutely useless and do smash and break phones. Yes, especially younger people. <coughs> I remember having this conversation with my kids about iPhones and phones, and I said, look, I've been using smartphones longer than you guys have. Never <laughs> smashed a screen. Yeah. What they've, are you all, doing? they've all smashed like three of them. Well, Victoria had, uh, so Vivian Vivi and Harry got a little Motorola's, right? And Vivi, like, I don't know, very early in the school year in high school, smashed. It's, it's, it's gone, right? So I've, I've replaced that phone because she's lucky I've got phones. Yep. And then not too much later, screen smashed. Oh, no. So the first one was just broken. This one, screen smash. She's still using a smash screen. Oh. Because she needs to learn that lesson that daddy's not replacing it just for a this screen, right? You're not you're not a phone shop. That's I right. mean, I theoretically am. Let's be real. I could yeah. give her any phone we she wants. Are, but yeah. she could have a <laughs> Pixel 8, whatever. Do, yeah. do your best. But <laughs> the point is I'm not, Yeah. right? Okay. But what I'm doing there is I'm instilling that, what you said. You've got you to understand there's a value to these you things. You have to have the know the value. That's right. But, you know, for 15 bucks a month. But in her wow. defense, though, did her Motorola have a case? Yes. Or was it naked? Have a case. No, it did have a case. Does it yeah. come with a case? No. Well, you bought her a case for it. I think that I th- how see, easy, see, how easy to find a Motorola case? Well, Harry's got one, which he found on Amazon. Oh. And it's, mate, it, I've seen him drop his phone. Like right. he, He's not unclumsy. Okay. Um, and takes that phone is still going still right. going great. <laughs> the yeah, the wow. case looks rubbish. Like it's, yes. it's getting older. But you know what? Yeah, he's looking after it. So, so he's learning that lesson faster. It's his birthday recently. Well, the young Harry. Yeah. Who's uh, who's younger than our podcast? That's right. How uh, what did he get for his birthday, mate? Did you get, get, get a birthday. phone? What did he turn twelve? No, he turned twelve. Is that when you get a phone? No, he's only got a phone for like if he wants to go to the park on his own, we'll let him take ah, the phone. Okay. Um. So he got for his birthday, he got some things. Some Lightning McQueen. Uh, stuff. He got a lot, a lot of vouchers, but soldering kit. Got a lot of Lego. Got three okay. big bits of Lego. Oh, half his luck. So loving that. Half his and, luck. And uh, yeah, soldering iron. Soldering. Really? Some soldering so kit. And get mate, into electronics. Yeah, he. Oh, he's a, he's, 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 so his uncle Brad. He he, he loves his uncle Brad's a, a electrician. Yep. So he loves mucking around with him when he's doing the like when he installed the yeah right charger at the house. Oh, right. So anyway, Harry's he soldering. Might a sparky. Like, are you a solderer? Do you know much about yeah, soldering? Yeah, yeah, did it at school. Yeah. Like, mate, Harry's. That's look solid at that. soldering. I didn't help. Well, they call it soldering in America. Yeah, I know. They're idiots. Yeah. Um, no, he's doing legit. Oh, that's a bit much. That's bad. That's good soldering. Pretty good. Pretty bloody so is impressive. Kit, is that a little kit you got? Yeah, a little J-Car Electronics. It's yeah, a little, smart, uh, little uh, traffic light kit. Good luck to him. Resistors and the whole kit. Look, I was look at the, his bloody resistors, mate. mate. I was in the electronics. Look at those. Mate, I was in the electronics club. Look at that. There was no electronics club at my school. Yeah, it had electronics stuff. So you're buying resistors and transistors. <laughs> that's right. Um, resistors and yeah, I don't know how we got on that. Anyway. Yeah. Vodafone device care, fifteen dollars a month. I reckon it's awesome. I reckon it's a good deal. Worth getting. Absolutely. For Worth f- getting. Not for me and you. Not for if you're someone who hasn't smashed a phone, yeah. well fine. I, I think it's a lot of money to spend. Yeah. But if you are someone who is consistently breaking, losing, smashing phones, yeah. what are you doing? Fifteen dollars a month. So what's that? Um hundred and fifty or something. So it's yeah, it's more than that. Hundred and seventy. Yeah. yeah, so it's hundred and seventy bucks. Hundred and eighty dollars a year. Yeah. Bad peace of mind. Yeah, not bad at all. Everything about tech you never wanted to know. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. So, uh, shout out to Lucas who uh, shared a little uh, note in the man cave uh, last night about binge, and it was one of those. <laughs> it's one of those annoying comments I get on Facebook, and especially in the man cave where it's you know more of a community and they're chatting. They're like, I haven't seen anything about this. And I'm like, I wish you'd just send it to me because uh, <laughs> you know, it's, it's clearly actual news. Yep. Anyway, so on the Binge help page, there's a conversation from, you know, their technical support, customer support, about how prices are going up. So on the 24th of October, no, so the, the entry price is still 10 bucks with ads, but their standard and premium prices are going from 
16 to 18 dollars and from 18 to 22 dollars so if you're paying 18 now you're going to pay 22 if you're paying 16 now you're going to pay 18 so two dollars and four dollars <coughs> on the 24th of per, per month per month on the 24th of october and at the same time they're introducing 4k Whoa. to those plans not to the basic so plans. to watch if you've got the binge app on your tv tv Wherever you computer, if stuff, you got yeah. They say they haven't listed a list of compatible devices, but they'll say they'll bring it to as many compatible devices as possible. But um, that's like, big because they're, they're they're a bloody holdout here. Let's be real. Yeah. Netflix, Stan, Disney, like they've all got 4K. I'm surprised that they're doing that. They also Disney. don't have download. Yes, they do. Exactly. I know that's a bone of contention with me. Uh, there's a lot of shows. You're on surprised binge. they're going 4K? Uh, yeah, because because um, it's, it's Foxtel basically. So these are Foxtel channels. Yeah. So if you were like part of the appeal of having an IQ four or five, yeah, is you can watch stuff in 4K and record stuff in 4K. Yeah. So if you've got uh, if the recording's not important to you and you want to watch 4K content, then succession. You don't, you don't need to get a box. You can just go to binge. Yeah, I mean, I don't. Yeah. So binge for it's, and that's the only reason. How much per month? And it, 20. Well, now twenty two for the premium. That's four screens. Right. So twenty two <laughs> bucks a month. That's a lot cheaper than one hundred and fifty bucks a month for an IQ. Well, mate, I've five. said that forever. Yeah. Like I don't know why but anyone's but, paying for Foxtel, but because of that, because the four K. No one's paying for and, Foxtel and, because it's four K. And well, is when is Ko's not four K yet either. That's the the sp- yeah. Foxtel Sport. Yeah, there's a lot of people who say when Ko goes 4K, yeah. they'll ditch Foxtel. Well, that's another that's another reason. Now let's remember, yeah. Binge and Ko are both stream motion products under yes. the Ko under the yes. Foxtel family. Yep. So this proves that they have the technology, the ability, and the understanding. It's simply a matter of when they enable it. Well, that is going to be. I think that's going to put a cat amongst the pigeons there, mate, because there's a lot of customers who have had to recently switch from their cable service. Mm to the IQ4 or 5 using internet. their own home internet yep. connection or satellite. And they're thinking, well, why am I paying all this money? Yeah. Uh, look, if you record a lot, and let's face it, I record nothing because you can it's catch up It's all available on, on catch-up. You catch up, right? Yeah. So I reckon this could blow up in their face. This could this could mean that if rather than me paying the money for a Foxtel box, I'm just going to get KO and, Mate, and binge. I'll tell you this, I don't think they care. Well, I mean, I, I think the long-term plan yeah. is to have an app that they sell, like Subhub. They just sell all the services. Yeah, well, the only I think Binge doesn't have. Uh, do they have like A and E and those channels or not? Yeah. Does Binge have that? Got everything. Yeah, right. And they've got live channels. Yeah, as well now. Oh, they've, they've always yeah. had the live channels. Yeah, yeah, wow. That's why Foxtel's a yeah. lunatic uh, investment. Binge has the live channels and the wow. catch-up. And get this: in uh, at the end of October, they're also going to bring back the news channels to Binge. As well. Now, I they haven't announced it, but I don't know if that means they're shutting down Flash, Flash as an yeah, app. Yeah, right. They killed Flash as a business that there's no editorial staff anymore. It's just right. a bunch of streamed right. channels. But for eight bucks a month. That makes sense. You know, they but were, they were they selling it back Flash. Like, oh, that's another reason maybe to increase the price like of Binge. I, was only, I only pay for Flash because I want Sky News on, on the go. Yes. If it's in Binge, well, I don't need to pay eight bucks anymore. There you go. So there's a real reassessment. And remember, uh, I didn't go because it was during school holidays, but. Um, Patrick Delaney had a, like a dinner where he kind of a, you know had a bit of a fireside chat and he was clear because one of the AFR or someone like that wrote about this project Magneto which is their big plan. Basically, what I read into it is their plan is to be the one all for everything, right? So they want you to be, I assume they want the Foxtel app, let's call it that, yep. to be a place you log into and you get your Netflix, your stand, your everything, right? Well, that's like the box Foxtel IQ now. But they, uh, what I think is they want the app, an app to be like that. Right. I reckon they want an app. That yep. is the one app for all. You know, you can well, do it with Amazon Prime a little bit. There's a few services you can get within Prime. Yep. I think they'll want an app to do that. And so you can turn on and off subscriptions at an ease like Subhub. Yep. Um, they'll never get Stan. I just don't see Stan. Well, it's channel line. Yeah, it's the opposition. It's, it's like, opposition, so. like the Telegraph and the Herald <coughs> joining forces. Yeah. But, um, well, that's going to just put a nail in the coffin of the IQ box. Yeah. Because who's going to want to have an IQ box if you can do it all through? Mate, rather than having a separate I've bit of technology. I've got an IQ box, which I've said they've yeah. given me and I don't pay for. I've never, yeah. I don't remember the last time I turned it on. I watch Foxtel a lot. I don't I watch Foxtel every day. But if I can access What do you watch? It, uh, sport. I watch the so golf. I use Kaya. NFL. I'll, I'll open up Kaya. Well, I don't have Kaya because I've got a Foxtel box. You don't have Kaya at all? Nope. I've got Foxtel. I don't need it. I've got a Foxtel box here and, I'm, and one in my office and one in the lounge room. So you are such an old man. <laughs> that is an old man situation. Well, that's what I've got. 
That's that's how it works. So I don't need KO. And binge. I, I tell you, no, I have. I had binge. I don't have binge anymore. Yeah. I had binge so I could watch stuff on my computer. So if I want to watch something on my Mac while there's something else on TV, so there's yeah. a game or something on, I can have binge in the background. Right. <coughs> have that as, as that. But, um, yeah, on the private, we're going to talk about some good shows I've watched too, mate. So okay. keep, keep remembering that. But I think that, like, a Foxtel, their own worst enemy now? Are they going to – these these changes, customers going to wake up to the fact that why do I have to pay for this box in I, my I, entertainment I think you're missing unit? the point. They don't care. They just want you as a customer. As long as you're with – them in yeah, but some way. They want way. you to pay money, though, don't they? They yeah. want you. <coughs> would they rather you I pay hundred bucks a month or twenty five bucks? A I month? reckon they've they've written off the fact that customers can have an ARPU of seventy dollars, yeah. and they're going. You know what? Let's just try and get them all to have KO and binge. Right. And remember, and so you said they would try to onboard you as like a sub hub sort of thing where yes, you get Netflix and then they'll click them. the ticket on they'll all those ones as well. Yeah, right, right. Plus, yeah. remember this, and this is the worst thing about today in the modern era: twenty two bucks. Can't tell me that in two years it's not going to be twenty four, yeah. and every dollar that they go up is another million dollars a month for them. Yeah. Yeah. Every dollar they add but is, is one point five million dollars a month. Is this extra. their admission though that the Foxtel box is on its way out? I mean, because they. You, you think about right. If Project smart, Magneto is a new box with all these apps, yeah, I'll be they've surprised. lost their mind. Because let me tell you, you buy a smart TV and there's already the equipment's there to watch it. Yeah. The connection. For $99, app, you can buy a Google so, Chromecast that yeah. has everything you need. So do you need to have a separate box that you pay? Well, they put a premium on it. It's like 100 and something a month. Yeah. Do you need to have that anymore? Nope. Wow. But, you know, like I think the Foxtel customer, I picture Foxtel customers like my parents. That's why I call you an old man. Yeah, because yeah. it's an old <laughs> man thing. My parents, they've got the Grouse 4K TV that I got for them. And they watch everything through Foxtel, which is not 4K. Not all the channels are 4K. That's their TV. Yeah, so they, I know. they watch free to air through it. Yeah. They watch everything through it. I say, Dad, you know Channel 9 HD, you can watch it in way better quality. He goes, That's okay. I don't care. <laughs> so that's, yeah, I think those customers might miss out. Although my parents watch Netflix and they do stuff on it too. But it's, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm surprised that they're. I think they saw the writing on the wall. They've yeah. seen the writing on the wall. They're thinking, well, this is the future. The future <coughs> are apps, not set-top boxes. We shall see. Anyway, details of binge going 4KEFTM.com. Stephen, uh, that's a wrap. Let's uh, let's do it all wow. again. Wow, yeah. Well, we're going to have to do a remote fast. again next that week, are we? Fast. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Bloody hell. That's Jet right. setter. I'll, try, I'll talk to you off air about what equipment I should take so that you're not calling the quality horrible. It was horrible. I wasn't too bad. I don't even know what you got to take. I don't remember. I don't know what happened. I had a scarlet, <coughs> and, anyway, and you, you told me to correct it. So it's your fault. Okay, it's official. Yeah. Bye See bye. ya. Bye bye. This is two blokes talking tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennec.